You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gray. We're going to talk about revival and some things that cause it to happen or things that stop it from happening. And I went to a scripture in the book of Joshua, and there's a great word here that, is, that helps us, and it's called consecrate. Consecrate. And the word is uh, one we don't use that often anymore. Churches don't use it often anymore, but it just, it, it, it's a lot like the word holiness. You know, the Bible says, be holy. We're supposed to be holy because God is holy and we're called to do that. And uh, I think people get confused what holiness means, what consecration means, sanctification, what it means. But if we just roll it all together, it's basically we make a concerted effort to set ourselves apart or set aside a time, set aside our lives for the Lord, for the kingdom of God, for Jesus. And, and so in this particular scripture, it's so wonderful. Of course, you know the, the story is uh, Joshua, they've, they've been in the wilderness and they're coming in now to Jericho and they're going to, you know, shout and the walls are going to come down the defeat of Jericho. And uh, so leading up to that, is a gr- lot of great events. Lots of things are going on. And, uh, but one of the things is God is instructing Joshua, and then he instructs the people. And he says, consecrate yourselves. And that, is, that means consecrate yourselves today, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Well, what a great promise that is. But it is a conditional promise. I don't know how you feel about it. I would guess if uh, they had not paid attention or one say, well, you know, I'm just not in the mood to consecrate myself today. Or I kind of have a busy schedule. Or there happens to be a good football game on or I'm already scheduled to go down here to the lake or whatever. So it's just not convenient for me to consecrate today. Well, what do you think that means? And well, that means probably they're not going to see great things tomorrow. So they go hand in hand. There's some conditions to that, I would think. But there's some other things here is the power of consecration that I was thinking about right before we began to visit today. And that is the power of consecration to cause you to be able uh, to be able to participate and see what God is doing. In other words, when I studied this and I've heard it preached and studied by others, I got the idea it's sort of a cause and effect. Exactly what we said, like, well, if you don't consecrate yourself today, then you're going to kind of foul up what God wants to do tomorrow. So it says, consecrate yourselves today because tomorrow God wants to do great things. And if you don't consecrate yourself today, well, he may not do those great things tomorrow. It, it doesn't absolutely say that, but I think it's insinuated. And I think we kind of feel that way. But there's something much more greater than that in consecration, setting yourselves apart, setting your mind on the things of God, setting your life on the things of God. It's so powerful, and I've seen it work powerfully because it causes you to see the hand of God in so many things. It causes you to begin to see the work of Jesus everywhere. I've heard it said, or maybe I said it. It might have been me saying it. But anyway, maturity is seeing Jesus in everything, you know. Maybe I coined that. Maybe somebody else did. I can't remember, but 
Anyway, you, you, when you start growing up in God, you start seeing God in everything. And, and so consecration cleans up so much in your life and gets the distortion out of, out of uh, your brain, you know, cleans up your brain, cleans up your mind so you can see clearly and think clearly and hear clearly. And I'm telling you, we live in a distorted society. People are distorted in their thoughts. They, they imagine things that never happened. They think things that, that are not even true. And of course, then you add, in, in my opinion, you add the powers of darkness you add the demonic thing to it, you add that, and people are really getting oppressed, depressed, maybe demonized. But just even if, even if we took the devil out of the, out of the equation, people are just getting beat up by their own distorted thinking. Their own mind is not processing life. And, uh, and, and now we can take it into those who, who consider themselves believers, used to be at least, or hopefully still are, but they, they, but they drifted away, and that's what revival pulls those people back in or those that are still going to church or maybe just sometimes go to church or whatever. A revival is the power of God that pulls on you harder, and it makes it it's easier than it was. It's, it says, I can do this. It's, it's a season. It's a powerful season in God that makes it easier for everybody. It's the time you say, this is a time I can do this. It's a, it's a time of great grace, of great mercy, and uh, yet you still have to want, you have to have the want to. So here, they have to do the want to. Consecrate yourself today. Set yourself, say, I want that. I want that pull. I, wanna, I want to get closer to God. I want it to be easier. And, uh, and so God says, I'll do something. I'm not against, God's saying, I'm not, I'm not against doing something. But you do something first. You do something first. You, you show how, how much you, you want to be involved in this. Involve yourself in it too. But uh, then, then I began to realize, as I said, the power of consecration in uh, not just sparking the things of God, not just uh, being a part of the things of God uh, and helping to get those things of God going in us because we're saying, yeah, God, I'm a part of this with you. I'm partnering with you. But it's also, it gets rid of the distortion and all the false things that are, that are keeping, us so, keeping us so sidetracked because you know God can, you, it's all through the Bible here, particularly you watch the children of Israel you know, uh, in the wilderness and around and God's doing all kinds of miracles and they're not seeing it. They're not understanding it. I remember, uh, I, I, maybe, you know, this part already, I've taught on it a number of times where Jesus walks on the water and they think it's a ghost. Imagine that. Imagine Jesus is walking towards you. Imagine in your lifetime, how many times in your lifetime do you think Jesus came to you and you just didn't know it? Jesus was coming to him there in the boat and Jesus is walking on the water and they don't know it's him. In fact, they're terrified because they think it's something else. They call, oh, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. Well, Jesus could have been coming to you and you thought it was something else or, you know, you got afraid or you got distracted or whatever. And then later at the end of that story, we begin to understand why Jesus says, the Bible says why they did not recognize it was Jesus and thought it was a ghost. He says, because the day before, which is right here, right here, consecrate yourself today, the day before, then you're going to see great things tomorrow, right? Well, they didn't see the great thing tomorrow. 
because they missed it the day before. The Bible says that the day before, you know this, remember the loaves and fishes and the feeding of the thousands, 5,000 and all that, and it multiplied until everybody got to eat, remember that, and they had food left over? That was the day before he walked on the water and they thought it was a ghost. And so the Bible teaches us as the reason they didn't recognize Jesus today on the water is because they didn't understand what he did the day before. They missed it. They didn't have the mindset. Their mind was off. We don't, I didn't know that reading. When you read the story of the loaves and fishes, you think everybody's got it. Oh, they're just understanding it all, but they didn't. We find out later reading, they didn't. It says their hearts were hard. They're right in the middle of feeding all these people a great miracle, and it says their hearts were hard. So that means they're questioning, they're wondering, they were not consecrated. That's the difference. He's saying to them, soften your heart towards me consecrate get rid of your unbelief get rid of your questioning get rid of all the distortion and funny thoughts and and all the stuff going on in your brain and just set your heart and your mind on me and it'll just you'll be a participant with me and then tomorrow I'm going to do something great and you're going to know it's great you're going to know it's me you're going to be in the thick of it instead of you know people can be around a miracle and they won't even know it's a miracle they don't even know it happened or they'll think it was something else, or they'll think it's the devil, or they'll, you know, it's amazing what people do when they're around things of God and not know it's God, because they don't live the consecrated life, and I'm not saying consecration makes you perfect, it means it's, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a decision to keep your brain and mind and heart where it belongs on God, because you want God, and you want to see what he'll do, and so if you do it today, that means you're going to have a better future because tomorrow he's going to do great things for you. Great things are going to happen for you. And if you lose it, which I've seen it so many times, I've seen people living the consecrated life, going to church, doing all that stuff, you know, and uh, it goes well for them. And, and you, you, you know, they write emails to us and me and they say, this is so wonderful. We love the church. We love you. Uh, my life has never been so good and so great. And we have the emails. We got pastoral No, They go meet with the pastor and say, I just want to tell you how much I love the church and love you. My life is better. So we have all that informa and information. And then, you know, I don't know what happens. They, something happens and they drift away and they get out of church. And now they're, they, 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 their mind's not on God anymore. And their mind just goes where everybody's mind goes, you know, just the world or whatever. And, and then you hear all these stories, oh, my life is terrible, and I was abused, and I was mistreated, and they didn't love me, and he, they, didn't, they spoke rude to me. You go, what are you talking about? It's distorted. See, you get away from the consecrated life, and everything looks different and feels different, and that doesn't make it real. And that's why we need to let the truth set us free. We live that consecrated life. We start getting our mind set on God, and it clears up the distortion. Truth, because Jesus is truth. Truth, right, the way, truth, life. Truth comes in, and all of a sudden we realize, what am I thinking? What? what? I got to get my life on what's really happening, who I really am, become who I need to be. So the power of consecration is not just, well, consecrate yourselves today, because if you don't, I'm not going to do something tomorrow. I think there's some truth to that, don't you? Yeah, but it's bigger than that. Consecration opens your eyes to when he does do something, 
you know he's doing it. You know it's God. You don't shy away. You don't get afraid. You don't get nervous. You don't run out of the service and say, I've never seen that before. I don't even know if it's God. Maybe it's the devil. No. You, you, you don't say, it's a ghost. You say, nope, that's Jesus walking straight toward me. And that's the power of consecration. I hope you got that today. Till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.